By this time, the crowd, unwieldy and stepping on each other's toes, were in chapter 12 in the Gospel of Luke, Eugene Patterson, the message translation. By this time, the crowd, unwieldy and stepping on each other's toes, numbered into the thousands. But Jesus' primary concern was his disciples. He said to them, watch yourselves carefully so you don't get contaminated with Pharisee yeast, Pharisee phoniness. You can't keep your true self hidden forever. Before long, you'll be exposed. You can't hide behind a religious mask forever. Sooner or later, the mask will slip and your true face will be shown. You can't whisper one thing in private and preach the opposite in public. The day is coming when those whispers will be repeated all over town. So what Jesus is saying is you, you have to be consistent the same place you are. At one place, you've got to be the same place in another place. You can't be like a chameleon. You have to be constant. I'm speaking to you as dear friends. Don't be bluffed into silence or insincerity by the threats of religious bullies. True, they can kill you. But then what? There's nothing they can do to your soul, your core being. Save your fear for God who holds your entire life, body and soul, in his hands. What's the price of two or three pet canaries? Some loose change, right? But God never overlooks a single one. And he pays even greater attention to you down to the last detail, even numbering the hairs on your head. So don't be intimidated by the bully talk. You're worth more than a million canaries. Stand up for me among the people you meet, and the Son of Man will stand up for you before all of God's angels. But if you pretend you don't know me, do you think I'll defend you before the angels? If you badmouth the Son of Man out of misunderstanding or ignorance, that can be overlooked. But if you're knowingly attacking God himself, taking aim at the Holy Spirit, that won't be overlooked. When they dragged you into their meeting places or into police courts and before judges, don't worry about yourselves, what you'll say or how you'll say it. The right words will be there. The Holy Spirit will give you the right words when the time comes. So to his followers, he's observing like, hey, look, it's dangerous for me. And if you guys follow me, it might be dangerous for you. But don't worry about it. He says it's important to speak up for truth whenever you have the opportunity to. Point out the crowd. The crowd is huge at this point. Teacher, order my brother to give me a fair share of the family inheritance. And he replied, what, you, what makes you think it's my business to do that for you? And then he turns back to the people. He says, hey, protect yourself from greed. Life is not defined by what you have, even when you have a lot. Then he told him this story. Jesus loves stories. The farm of a certain rich man produced a terrific crop. He talked to himself. What can I do? My barn isn't big enough for this harvest. Then he said, here's what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I'll gather in all my grain and goods. And I'll say to myself, self, you've done well. You've got it made. And now you can retire. And now you can retire. Take it easy and have the time of your life. Just then, God showed up and said, Fool, tonight you die, and you're born full of goods. Who gets it? That's when you happen when you fill your barn with self and not with God. Just going to keep going on. He continued this subject with his disciples. Don't fuss about what's on the table at meal times or if the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There is more to your inner life than the food you put in your stomach.
more to your outer appearance than the clothes you hang on your body. Look at the ravens, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description, carefree in the care of God, and you count far more. Has anyone by fussing before the mirror ever gotten taller by an inch? If fussing can't do that, why fuss at all? Walk into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They don't fuss with their appearance. But have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The 10 best dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside them. If God gives such attention to the wildflowers, most of them have never even seen, don't you think he'll attend to you, take pride in you, do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is get you to relax, not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things, but you know both God and how he works. Steep yourself in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Don't be afraid of missing out. You are my dearest friends. The Father wants to give you the very kingdom itself. Be generous. Give to the poor. Get yourself a bank that can't go bankrupt. A bank in heaven far from bank robbers, safe from embezzlers. A bank you can bank on. Isn't it obvious? It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is, is the place you will most want to be and end up being. Keep your shirts on. Keep the lights on. Be like house servants waiting for their master to come back from his honeymoon. Awake and ready to open the door when he arrives and knocks. Lucky, the servant whom the master finds on watch. He'll put on an apron, sit them at the table, and serve them a meal. He's sharing his wedding feast with them. It doesn't matter what time of the night he arrives. They're awake and so blessed. You know that if the house owner had known what night the burglar was coming, he wouldn't have stayed out late and left the place unlocked. So don't you be lazy and careless. Just when you don't expect him, the Son of Man will show up. Master, are you telling... Peter in interrupts him and says, Master, are you telling uh, this story just for us or is it for everybody? And dude, I love Peter. Peter's always asking the great questions. Uh, sometimes in class, you always have that one kid that's asking questions and you, and you think like you're too shy to ask questions, but he's not afraid to. Peter's asking these questions and Jesus responds with respect to him. Let me ask you, who is the dependable manager full of common sense that the master puts in charge of his staff to feed them well and on time he is a blessed man if the if when the master shows up he's doing his job but if he says to himself the master is taking his time begins beating up on the servants and maids throws parties for his friends and gets drunk starts out here playing <laughs> the master will walk in when he least expects it give him the thrashing of his life and put him back in the kitchen peeling potatoes the servant who knows what his master wants and ignores it or insolently does whatever he pleases will be thoroughly thrashed but if he does a poor job through ignorance he'll get off with a slap on the hand great gifts mean great responsibilities greater gifts greater responsibilities and again on this podcast we've talked a lot about spider-man no one no way home and I told y'all like they they take stuff from they took stuff right right here. I'm gonna keep going. I've come to a start 
a fire on this earth. How I wish you were blazing right now. I've come to change everything, turn everything right side up. How I long for it to be finished. Do you think I came to smooth things over and make things nice? Not so. I've come to disrupt and confront. From now on, when you find five in a house, it will be three against two and two against three. Father against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother Mother-in-law against bride and bride against mother-in-law. Then he turned to the crowd. When you see clouds coming in from the west, you say a storm's coming, and you're right. And when the wind comes out of the south, you say, this will be a hot one, and you're right. Liars. You know how to tell a change. Frauds is what he says. Frauds. You know how to tell a change in the weather. So don't tell me you can't tell a change in the season. The God season we're in right now. You don't have to be a genius to understand these things. Just use your common sense. The kind you'd use if, while being taken to court, you decided to settle up with your accuser on the way. Knowing that if the case went to the judge, you'd probably go to jail and pay every last penny of the fine. That's the kind of decision I'm asking you to make, Peter. End of chapter 12. I'm going to close this one out. Go to chapter 13.